Welcome back to another episode of Vibes in Session. A special guest today, big homie, Hefe. What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you? And don't don't put that on me. Don't don't. I'm a little homie. I'm, I'm your little <laughs> homie. Man. Don't do me like that, dog. I'm your little homie. You know what I'm saying? I I'm, came up behind you. I came up behind you know you guys, man. I'm I'm a little homie. I'm definitely feeling that hat, though, man. I appreciate definitely it. So definitely excited to have you on the show today, man. So all the people that don't know you, you are heavily involved in developing artists. You have your own record label. So I definitely want to kind of dive into that because I know it's a lot of people out there that are thinking about getting into music and, you know, I, I want to start my label. I want to be a rapper. So what, what kind of motivated you to start your own label and how did you even get started? Like where, if somebody today wanted to, start the label, what kind of advice would you even give them in the first place? The first thing you gotta do is humble yourself and know that you don't have all of the answers and you gotta go in 10 toes down and be honest, you know, and letting, letting everybody know that's gonna be working with you or that you're gonna be working with that. Hey, I might not have always, always the best answers, but I'm gonna give it yeah. to you straight cut, you know what I'm saying? And then we can move forward from there. As long as you got that open communication and know what you wanna do, anything's possible, but you gotta believe in yourself first. Ain't nobody gonna believe in you. You don't believe in yourself. And then um, yeah. you gotta find you a dope artist. And in my order of things, I didn't want to go to another studio. I wanted to figure it out myself. So I built me a studio actually. And it was in a, an apartment in my bedroom. You, you've been in this studio before, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And as as well as a lot of people, uh, artists, local artists from Cleveland, and. Um, start there you start small and, and you have a bigger vision than anything so when i did purchase my home i built another studio but by that time i already had had 1999 locked down i went and got me an llc talked to my lawyer i went and got my my, my logo trademarked and my name trademarked and everything and um i was on the run from there it was really just picking yeah. who i wanted around me and picking who, who i thought was solid like little do anybody know john still is a as an honorary 1999 member like I call this guy for anything and he's like, he's there. Like, so we, I really don't like to deal with paperwork if I don't have to, if we can just, you know what I'm saying? Kind of work off of just who we are. It makes everything right. that much better. Cause once you start putting stuff in black and white, it's a little bit, it makes things hazy. Yeah. Cause it, it's like more of a commitment than anything. And I want the artist to be the artist. I don't want them to have to worry about paperwork on top of being an artist, on top of having to write, on top of the, you know, I want to take a lot of the bulk from them just so they can be an artist, what I know they can be. So get your team that you trust, get your LLC, um, put your feet on the pavement and start pounding, you know what I'm saying? And keep your head straight and keep your, keep keep everything moving forward and, and believe in God and what's for you will be for you. If it ain't for you, it won't be for you. That's that. Right, right. And one thing I, I do want to honor about you, man, is like, I, I remember when you was talking about starting a record label a long time ago, man, and uh, and even starting your own studio. And yeah. I remember next, I don't know, in the next month, you had everything you needed. That's that's the crazy thing, because a lot of people say, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, but they don't take that initiative to even get the things they need to start uh, whatever they want to start. Yeah, and, and not to cut you off, that's just being fearless. That's, that's yeah. just being fearless, like, hey, I want to do this. And in, in my mind, I think numbers a lot. <clears throat> and, um, you know, it was go to this guy two hours out of the out of the week, spend $50 a month. I'm going to spend $100 a month, which in, you know, in return, that turns into $1,200 a, a year, you know what I'm saying, which turns into $2,400 a year. Say in four years, I can have my own studio. Why not just put the money up now and I don't have to worry about that? Now I can teach myself and I can pick up, you know, lessons from other people on how I can make things sound the way it needs to. Because when I started out, I was trash. I, I was. But I can really stand in line with some of the best engineers in Cleveland right now. 
Yeah. And that's just solely off of keeping my head down and just, you know what I'm saying, getting people in. When, when they were thinking I was crazy, like, yo, I got, yo, you come through now, free studio session. And that was just me. So really like trying to figure it out to where it was like $10. dollars no, like, yo, man, this sounds too good to be true. Like, you know what I'm saying? To the point that I'm at now where I'm like 25, 30, you know what I'm saying? dollars an hour oh you want some of this you want some of that price is going up and don't nobody have a problem paying that because they know the type of their they know i got a love for it so i'm not just right. doing it for money you know what i'm saying like so it, it it's it's a little it's it is what it is man it's 1999 like yeah yeah <laughs> it is what it is and just just how did you how did you come up with that name 1999 i think that's a very yeah. dope name man I, have i told you the story no i've never okay. heard this story Okay, so I'm sitting at the house and I'm doing, which was 1999 volume one. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what, uh, which is a, co uh, a collaborative album of just local artists from Cleveland, people that I, I've connected with um, and made some type of relationship with. It's uh, a, a, a tape and I couldn't think of a name. I couldn't think of a name. I couldn't think of a name. And I don't know why this commercial came on, but it was 1990 Wild. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like yo so what is that like because i remember the commercials but i actually as an adult i sat down and watched it like oh they take the music from that era and put it on one tape or they take that music from that year and put it on the tape you remember 1990 was dropping every so often you know what i'm saying right 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 r&b you get a, right, right, right. a, a hip-hop you get a rock you get whatever right. type of genre music you need and i was like yo so 1999 came from 1990 wow which a lot of people don't understand or know but it was um more so i live in it now music can never be as good as the golden era everybody think the golden era is the 90s if that was yeah. like r&b hip-hop clothing haircuts cars whatever it was all the 90s that was the golden era so it was like 1990 now i want to go back to that music but i can't and i live in this now area so right, it's like right. how do i combine them I want the love of the music from the 90s, but I want it to be able to transition through what's going on now. I don't right. want to be, I don't want to be the 33-year-old CEO, you know what I'm saying, having 25 and 24-year-olds rap like they Tupac. I just want you to have the love that Tupac had. Like, right. I want you to be you all the way through. I don't want you to be compromised by nobody. So that's where the name really came from, 1999. And then it was yes. just, started out a mixtape, then it was like, I think I got something. Like, right, right. Like you said, everything started rolling within weeks. Like, tape done, label coming. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just kept going, kept going, kept going. And you know, it, it's, it's it's funny you brought up, uh, you know, when you get new artists and, you know, you want them to be themselves and not rap like Tupac. So like, if you if you look at today's music now, compared to, you know, you you 33 years old right now. So compared to when you were say 21 or we can go back at 17, 18 in high school. What what do you think, What what is the biggest difference between now and back then in hip hop? Well, I have to start a little bit further than that. I mean, like I have a brother that's 10 years older than me and that's the yeah. only way I could listen to, you know, rap music. I had to be with him. That was my mom's rule. So it bugged him but i wanted to be around him all the time because i was just soaking up game soaking up music how he dressed how he yeah. talked how he walked and I, I i give a lot to him um from there it was just more so like oh i know who spice one is i know who mc8 is i know who o'shea yeah. jackson is if you don't know that's ice cube i know yeah. who snoop is i know who you know what i'm saying and the list can go on and on and on and on and on like from the east coast to the West Coast because, you know, down South wasn't really a, a thing. It was Master P, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't right. a thing then. You had a, um, outcast and stuff like that. But it started then and it was like those guys were forced to sit down and learn. Mm -hmm. Yep. So the thing is now, cat hat bat, I can make a song and you ain't talking about nothing. But you want somebody to buy it. You want somebody to support you. You want somebody. So the look is there, but the art isn't there. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's so dumbed down now. Or I can go buy something from H&M and look the same. I want the look, but I don't have the talent. And nobody's sitting at home to try to really put that pen to the pad and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nobody's sitting at home. Just, you know, it was a thing. 
yo, this is the hottest song. I'm about to, I'm about to kill that song. Now everybody is, I'm so big, I'm so big. And you wonder why the labels are running away from you because they, you don't need them. Where, where they will like to do a little bit of the grooming themselves because they want to put their uh, identity on you too. So right. it's like, if you're looking like, hey, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got my own beats, I got my own producer, I got this, I got that, I got that. They're not going to mess with you. You know what I'm saying? In my eyes. Now, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that's real, that's not real. But everybody that got owned by a major label, at some point in time, they need help backing, pushing, something. To get back to your question, the music from now versus the music from then is just the passion, the love. You know, um, music's changed for the better as far as like, no, you don't have nine minute songs anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's shorter. <laughs> yeah. And I understand it because it's, it's, it's good for playback value. You know what I'm saying? But, right, right. you know, you can't compare the errors just off the simple fact of Biggie gave you three verses on every song. You can barely give me a verse. What's carrying these artists now for the most part, and I don't want to disrespect nobody, but it's beats and it's hooks. Yep. You got a couple spitters out there, you know what I'm saying? New Era, you got the baby, you got baby, you got, you know what I'm saying? You got these couple of guys that, and then you got people that make music. You got Young Thug, you got Future, you got Drake. And then a lot of it is just like, all right, you just feel it right now until some new come around. Like, simple as that. So, I really feel you'll never be able to compare the errors, but I don't think it's bad. It's evolved for good. Like these guys are getting a lot of money. They're getting a lot of money, which looks appealing to people that want to do music now. For sure. So I get in, I get a million dollars. Like you still gotta have some type of talent. And I'm not saying they're not talented at all. It's just not my cup of tea all the time. Right. And I I think what a lot of uh today's artists, and I'm when I say artists in general, like I mean like a lot of local artists, upcoming artists they all starting to like, the vibe is kind of like the same, like the dreads and, and you know what I mean? And I think uh, just kind of looking at artists that are kind of standing out to me that are different, mm-hmm. I would say would be like uh, Toby. And Toby is one of those artists that he doesn't cuss in his music, talks about family, he brings his wife on tour with him. I mean, his wife, it's, it's a different vibe. Like, I don't know if you ever seen some of their music videos, but uh, like that Try Jesus song he had uh, released, but um, they're wearing like these, I don't know, like these ivory smocks or whatever it is in, in the video. So it's like, it's very different. And I, yeah, I yeah. and you know what I mean? So, I, and and he's another artist that, that's more like on a more lyrical side. So yeah. I got to the point where, you know, if you dope, I'll listen to you, you know what I mean? But um, I used to think, you know, when, like when Young Thug came out, uh, I thought he was terrible. But then when I actually listened to some of Young Thug's songs, I was like, okay. It's not that bad, dude. It's not that bad. All right. It's so not it, bad at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not so, bad at all. Um, and I, I was but the same. you got to think about that too. Like, when you think about Young Thug, you got to think about everybody that he's touched. Yeah, yep. His reach is so crazy. Like, I don't have to make the best music because I made him better. Yep, yep. I made him better. Like, just think if, if, if Young Thug didn't pay Baby to not to be in the streets you would not have a little baby. That's true. That's absolutely he, he, true. He was paying dude like, how much you gonna make in the streets today? Oh, that's what you gonna make? All right, cool, pay, I'm gonna pay you this, come sit in the studio. Crazy, that's insane. Yeah, that's crazy, like, that. now that's big homie. That's, yeah. that's a big homie right there. That is, that is. So it's, you know, it's definitely a transition to music, man. But I I think, uh, you know, with with making music in general, it's, everyone has something that they're listening, you know, to or listening for in a song or in the artist. So, you know, for me, uh, I'm more into like the, you know, the the J. Coles and the Kendrick Lamar's. I mean, you probably know that already, but yeah. uh, the Nas of the J's, like I'm I'm more of a a mellow kind of artist, you know what I mean? But occasionally I might turn on some uh some uh future or some or yeah. some, you know, some young thug. But you know, who are you listening to currently that are up and coming? Um, it's a lot of new artists that are that are coming out. There's a lot of new artists that are uh, doing their thing that a lot of people may not even know about yet. Um, yeah. So I know you kind of, you know, you well connected on, uh, you know, finding new talent and stuff like that. But who are you currently listening to that you think that people should start listening to right now? Well, of course, I'm going to have to say 1999. You know what I'm saying? And that's not being biased. Like uh, Flizz, Flizzy Flame, Lil Pace, Devin Nair. Flex, you know what I'm okay. saying? C Tuck, 
of course, and they have their own little identity. You know what I'm saying? Where Dev is the player, like player. These are all saying? Cleveland artists, right? Yeah, these are all Cleveland artists. Okay. Where Dev is the player, like, but he's in like anime and he likes games and stuff like that. But he's a hood dude. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's ironic, but it's like, no, nah, I'm really, really cool. But I can go there if you need me to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can, we can go there if we need to. Um, where you got Flex. Flex is uh, his little cousin, and it's like, you know multi-talented makes beats he can rap he's melodic gentle giant but that's that's what you get off of his music because he's so huge but it's like i ain't with it unless we gotta go there you know what i'm saying right, Liz right. is the hood hippie man peace and love to everyone and c tuck is the most west coast cleveland artist i've ever heard in my life like <laughs> it's just good music like slow slow down sample bass beats you know what i'm saying and him yeah. just spit knowledge over it and pace is the young wild one now pace is how can i put it he's your chief keeper 2020 plus 10 <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. he's wild he's a wild boy you know what i'm saying and you got bz bz is just one of the best producers in cleveland period i really say in the state of ohio but i can only speak for here because i know what he's doing here gotcha. but i mean other than that you know, gotta give it up. Like Dub Dusa, PO, yourself. Um, it's not too many Cleveland artists that I will listen to. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. and the reason is is because it sounds all the same to me. You have to do something different for me. Right, right. Um, but outside of here, I would have to give it to uh, now Larry Jones, man. I like Larry Jones. Okay. Uh he's from San Francisco. Um, and he's working, dude. I'm thinking like he dropping the tape like every two months, something crazy. Yeah, Larry um, June is dope. I like Larry June. Yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of people probably wouldn't know this, but like Dom Kennedy is one of my favorite artists right now. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's just because I see how he puts it together. It's not I, you're not gonna make me speed up. He's like a he's like a good quarterback. Like <laughs> I could put other people into position but you're not gonna ever speed me up. I'm gonna move at my pace. No matter what right. is out there, I'm gonna move at my pace. Yeah. I, I can I can appreciate him dropping the album every two years, every three years, cause he's helping other pieces around move. Yeah, he got a lot and of then, material you know, out there already. That too. And then, you know, you got your J, J. Cole, Kendrick. I do occasionally listen to some ASAP Rocky. I will listen to some Schoolboy Q, Drake, of course. I'm a, a new Meek fan, man. After watching this documentary, I feel him. Uh, and I, I listen yeah. back to his music. I'm like, this is why he's yelling. I get it. Like, <laughs> he's mad. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. no, I, uh, those are the go-tos right now. Of course, you know, my Odie's when the lady get in the car. I mean, I try to make her listen to rap as much as I can because that's what I, I like. But she like, nah, I want to listen to some R&B. I want to listen to... So I'm heavy on um, uh, Jacquees, uh Jeremiah... Um, you might get some Funkadelix in there. You might get some Daz Band. You might get yeah. some Gap. You might get some. You know, I, I'm. I'm oh, man, you I like a back. lot of different music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's it, at any given time. Like if you pull up on me, it's gonna be rap. But it's a possibility that you might hear me listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only for like one song, and then I'm going to back something else. But it's, it's a possibility. Yeah. So uh, I kind of want to switch gears a little bit. Um, so. I'm quite sure you heard about what happened with Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion. Touchy, touchy, touchy. Yeah, very, very touchy subject. Uh, so, as everyone may know, uh, Tory Lanez allegedly, allegedly, uh, shot Meg Thee Stallion in the foot. Smart I believe it was, word to use. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Smart word. Yeah, in the foot, um, and I believe it was twice, like in each foot. I can't remember if it was twice or. Um, but he shot her in the foot. So what are your thoughts on uh, on this case? I mean, I know he okay. kind of, you know, Tory Lanez kind of broke his silence a little bit with releasing this album, um, you know, this month. Uh, what, what do you think with this whole case? What is your opinion on this case? Okay, so let me, disclaimer, I'm not lo <laughs> no lawyer, I don't, I don't, <laughs> My opinions really don't matter because whatever is for him <laughs> is for him. Yeah. All right. But at the same time, you know I like guns, right? 
Yeah. Okay. And and you you know what bullets do to, to flesh, right? Yes, sir. And you know what it do to bones, right? Yes, sir. So I'm just not understanding how somebody got shot in the foot twice and there's no exit wound. Her foot didn't explode. Nope. No bone was broke. She had minor scratches. Yeah. For the most part. So those scratches come from shrapnel, which, you know, it ricochets, hit something, bullet breaks, whatever, whatever. Okay, cool. I feel now now I'm about to get into my feelings. That's that's just logical. That's just <laughs> knowing how a gun works. Yeah. I feel Tory Lanez got caught up messing with friends because <laughs> the report said Tory Lanez's his friend, her friend, and her, right? Yeah. Went to a pool party. It was Meg, her friend, Tory Lanez, his security guard, which was the driver. It's four right. people. Four people, yep. And and this this is me after hearing so much other stuff, me just trying to come up with my own thing. I think it was a fight over the gun. Somebody got shot. Now, whoever grabbed the gun first, I don't know who you put that on, but I think it was a fight over fight over the gun because there's no way I don't get it. So it could go various ways. It could have been Tori could have been hitting both friends, Meg and her friend, which they're not friends anymore. They're not, they're definitely not friends anymore. Okay, so boom. Chicks think emotionally, dudes think for the most part, logically. And I ain't tied down to none. I do what I want. Her friend was feeling me too. Like, I did it. Tori Lanes. Smack her friend, smack her. She found out. She smacked him. She grabbed gun. He grabbed gun. Somebody gets shot. That's the only thing I can think about. But it's not for me to make an, an opinion about because they're about to go to trial. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's a terrible situation uh, for either one of them. But I also feel him by saying, I feel that you guys are attacking me. And why would I do this at the height of my career? That's one. Like I want to know, how do you bypass slapping her to shooting her? And none of them is good. But I can much rather deal with him saying, like, yo, she was wilding out. I knocked her out. You still gonna get the same, but you ain't shooting yeah, nobody. Exactly. Exactly. Or her just coming out and saying, Hey, he shot me, he shot me, he shot me. But at the time everybody said she was belligerent and she was drunk. So yeah. who 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 shot you? Like it's a lot of inconsistencies in the story and mishaps and it's definitely not clear. And I, like, I'm, I don't know I'm if you- I'm sitting in on it. I'm yeah. sitting in on it, I'm waiting. I, I don't know if you heard Tory Lane's uh, album. I think that was bad time. I understand he said that was the date of his mom's birth and death and all that stuff. And that's the reason why he dropped it. But at the same time, I feel, wait till you record it, then drop the album. Yeah, yeah. That wait till you record it, then drop the album. Like, he's acquitted, drop the album. It's coming out tomorrow. Like, oh my, Yeah. what he needed to do was shoot all of the videos for the songs that you wanted to have out. Get acquitted and then start dropping videos after, drop the album and drop video. Each Man, he would have made so much money. But it's not about the money, it's about well-being of black women and health and all that, and I get it. But at the same time, it's not right. If she's saying he did it, he did it, he didn't, and come out that he didn't, she should be reprimanded and she should be she in some type charged. of trouble for that, yeah. Because yes. now it's it's a false allegation, and now you putting it on. That's that's that Karen stuff, but she's just black. That's that. <laughs> oh, you you did this, and we find out you ain't do it. Oh, you just lost all your money, your job, your everything. Exactly. And I don't think it should be that bad on her. But I think somebody should do. She should have to go give up some money. If he did it, more power to her. But if yeah. he didn't do it, you got to play ball because we don't know if he didn't do it. Somebody got to pay for that. Yeah, and then both of these artists are both at the at the height of their careers right now. And when I listen to Tori, first first of all, when this whole thing started, and I heard about it, I was like, man, why did he shoot Meg? This like, why would he do that? So like, when I heard this album and the stuff he was saying in this album, and uh, Tory Lanez is pretty talking about he's talking about some, some conspiracy type stuff, man. Uh, 
Yeah, he's talking about, uh, you know, masters and yeah, and and he's talking yeah. about what happened with Michael Jackson and Prince, how when they owned their own masters, that all of a sudden they ended up dead. And he, his, his mindset was, look, I'm going to release this album because he don't know what's going to happen to him. And he, yeah. think that, he think that, uh, you know, Rock Nation uh, is trying to silence him and he's, he's being set up. So, yeah, I mean, just like you said, from a logical standpoint, if I know I shot somebody, right? I know I shot somebody, um, allegedly, or whatever you want to call it. And I go make a song or make these allegations like that. I'm going I'm to think like, okay, this, this person might be innocent. Um, and he might be telling the truth. So it's like, you know, people automatically was like, oh, Tory Lanez, are oh, we taking them off our albums? You know, they, they took them off songs. Uh, and it was crazy. And, and Tory Lanez was like, look, y'all have my number. No one ever Call called me. me. Yeah, he said, call me. None of y'all ever called me, asked me what happened. Everybody jumps to conclusion. And that's the thing about with man. That's what I'm trying to get a, with, with man, especially black man. We, you know, when it's a situation with a woman, the man is always wrong first. Regardless. Before you, before you know any detail what happened, they slandered, you know, they put drug this man's name through the mud. And again, like you said, we don't know what really happened. We wasn't there. But if Tory Lanez is innocent, Meg Thee Stallion needs to be held accountable for what she's saying and what her actions are. Uh, yeah. You know, because I don't know what kind of ed- evidence the, the police have, but for one, when the police arrived on the scene, she never even told the police who shot her. And her you know, she. I guess she was saying that's because uh, she black people been getting shot. Yeah, yeah, blah 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 blah. So I feel it. I feel it. But it's like it's it's a little suspicious to me. You know what I mean? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. All right. How long you been married? Three years. You've been married for three long, whole, (laughs) long, hard. Here we go. Years. Up and down, good and bad. Yeah, you ain't cook pork chops. You didn't <laughs> clean the bathroom. You didn't cut the grass. A you lot didn't take of the trash that, out. right? Yeah, all that. Is it anything that your wife can do to make you shoot her? And that's your wife. Yeah, not your girlfriend. Your wife. Is it anything? Anything? I'm talking about the worst thing you can think of. And there's only a couple worst things that we can think of. Would you ever shoot your wife? Nah, nah. I, there, there's n- like nah. at that point, I'll leave. Yeah, I would just leave, man. It's, I mean, so you know, that's coming from a married man, right? Right, right. And I'm not, I'm not saying you holier than thou. I know I'm not. <laughs> None of us are. But if that's right. But if that's coming from a married man to say, yo, I took these vows, and yo, you just betrayed me in the highest. You can, you know what I'm saying? You're right, right. I still wouldn't shoot you. How do you bypass smacking somebody where you shoot them? Like, it, it, and this it, is somebody that you have no ties to. This is just somebody I'm kicking it with. You shoot right. That don't even make sense. The story right. don't sound right. And then you're not the friends. And then right. you're not friends with your best friend anymore. That was your best friend. That's that's what's suspicious. Right. And also, uh, allegedly, you know, Kalani was um, was talking about Tori. And then all of a sudden she unfollowed Meg Thee Stallion. She unfollowed Meg Thee Stallion. So that's kind of suspicious yeah, too, because it's like- I, don't, first, uh, I, I need to know how y'all know, because I just heard that, that that her and her friends ain't cool no more. How y'all be knowing who be following, who be unffollowing? Oh, uh, you know, I man, these, man, these, these blogs, TMZ, I mean, they- Oh, I thought it was something that, like an app out there that let you know who followed and unfollowed each other and stuff like that. I'm quite sure it's something out there. And if it's not, John, we need to talk after this. So we need to get that going. <laughs> yeah. But you know these these blogs and people you know people that follow celebrities that are like, uh, you know reporters and paparazzi. fanboys. Yeah, yeah. They, they man, they they dig so deep in this situation, man, and it's like, wow, you know, it is it is kind of. I'm I'm just, I really want to know the truth, though. I really want to know because I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Tory, uh, Tory Lanez. Um, Yo, people's I, looking at me so crazy because I got this dude's music, and I'm like, I bet you they still listen to R. Kelly. Well, we ain't gonna talk about that. So that's the thing. <laughs> so that's the thing, bro. Hey, cause you know what? You can't cancel him, man. I'm not saying he's right for doing anything he did. Cancel the man. You can't cancel the music. 
Okay. Can't cancel music. Like you can't, it's just, dude, who could you put R. Kelly up against in the versus battle? Nobody. Why? Because his music is so good and he got so much of it and you can't do it. Like, bro, he is the best. I don't even, I, I can't even think of nobody top of my head that can go against R. Kelly in the versus battle, but. Could. It's one person, his name is Michael Jackson. But yeah, you know what? I was just about to say Michael Jackson. I was just going to say Michael Jackson, but it's like, I mean, that man is, he's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can't. And, and, and Prince, I mean, and, and Prince, but you talking about, you talking about they gone, he gone too. He yeah. getting chased around the cell somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. he ain't coming. And home, it, not to make jokes about it, but like, yo. At the end of the day, you can cancel the man. You can't cancel the music. The music is still alive. Now, I, I said that to somebody. And they were like, yeah, but he was making that music for 15-year-olds. I was like, yo, all right, I don't know about this music. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, man, some of them songs was, was definitely about some 15, 16-year-olds. Probably younger than that. Um, yeah, but the music is great, man. It's just, I think he, we're jumping around, but I think he just made a terrible decision as a man in life forever forever and he and he's in jail he's in jail for what he did so back to tory if he didn't do it somebody should be in jail for saying he did it. like yep. I, I don't yeah. get it like you lie on me it should be you should be in trouble especially at that height because i could lose everything absolutely i could lose everything like right? that's real but you brought a good point so um and I wanted to, you know, bring this up anyway. So the versus battle. So I know you heard that Ti and Jeezy are supposedly be gonna be on the versus battle. So at first it was supposed to be, I guess, Buster Rounds was kind of uh, coming at Ti, and Ti kind of felt, dude, you are not nowhere in my generation. Uh, They're know. only six years apart. Yeah, yeah. So like, this is my thing. I do think that. T.I. and Jeezy are better, a better battle than a Busta Rhymes and the T.I. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Busta Rhymes, definitely legendary artist. We, we give, you know, all his roses. You know, we, we respect Busta <clears throat> Rhymes. But I feel like T.I. would just kill him in the versus battle, man. Kill who? T.I. would kill Busta Rhymes in the, in the versus battle. Nah. <laughs> you say <laughs> Nah, out of 20? You said kill. I didn't say not. He wouldn't beat him. He wouldn't kill him. He wouldn't kill him. I mean, okay. I'm gonna ask you this. You can run them off for me because I'm quite sure you're a Ti fan, right? I'm actually not a Ti okay. fan like that. I, okay. I listen to his right. music, right. but I'm not a huge fan. But all right, cool. Give me five songs that'll run off there for me. Five songs. Uh, what you know about that? Twenty Foes, Rubber Band Man. Um, what's the, what's the other one? Swear uh, like mine. That ain't even his song, but he gonna play. You think he gonna play? He probably is gonna play that. You gotta play it. Swagger like us. That song was on his that's, album. That's, that's that's what I was talking about. Okay, that's one. not his. That's Kanye's song. Oh, that's Kanye's song. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought that was on his album. It might be. That was on it Paper Trail. It might be. Uh, but then I mean that's on Paper Trail. But we I mean we can I mean, we already said Twenty Foes and because that first album is crazy. Uh, oh, ASAP. We forgot about ASAP. Okay. You know what I mean? You're at, so you're at, you're okay, I'll give you a smooth eight. So we, we just talk remember we only we only talking about songs that uh was just his you know his singles, but we can we want to go to like Whoa. songs he's probably you know featured on and all featured like on that. and wrote. All right, so so and I can't even give you uh we can look them up Buster really. Rhymes discography like that, but I'm just saying what is he gonna play when Buster Rhymes play? But the song with him and Jen. That's a, see, that's the thing. That song is so oh, man. That song was like it what? What is that like? Ninety six. It don't matter. Cause it's like I love that song, by the way. But song's great, know, man. Well, I think I think T.I. just walked himself into a good butt whooping. Cause when I went from old school Chevys to drop, it's over with. But see, that's the thing. But like to me, I think Jeezy. So T.I. to me is a little more commercial than Jeezy. So I think, yeah, but, I but think Jeezy, Jeezy I, I honestly think, I think Jeezy got more hits, but I think yes. when you talk about like mainstream on the charts hits, I think T.I. is probably, I mean, you could you probably look it up, 
to see if I'm even right. But uh, no, no, no. I'm quite sure he got more Billboard hits than than Jizzy, but that's not look, what it's about. I'm about to name a few. This is just Ti. So Ti, you don't know me. We got mm-hmm. bring them, bring them out. We got Rubber Band Man. We got Let's Get Away. Uh, Live Your Life featuring Rihanna. Um, whatever you like. Big things popping. Dead and Gone featuring Justin Timberlake. About the Money featuring Young Thug. Uh, what up? What's popping? That's my song. <laughs> uh, yeah. Watch what you say to me. Ti Swagger like us. Sorry. Featuring I'm doing my job. He has a lot of hits, man. Yeah, that's it's, a good song. That's a good song. Yeah. Top back. But Can't forget about top back. This dude Buster Rhymes can pull from leaders. Leaders. Of the new school. He could pull from Violator. He could pull from Flip Mode. Like, I can see why he said, yo, it's not fair because you got so many errors, but come on, man. I, yeah. I think, okay, here you go. I give it to you. I think T.I. win by default by the young people, but I think Buster Rhymes won by the, by the masses because of just who he is. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. But I um I mean yeah Buster Rhymes I'm looking man Buster Rhymes does have hits yeah, he has a lot of hits man you know he who I'm waiting for of... Fat Joe you waiting for Fat Joe get on there so who who would you who would you put against Fat Joe because I'm be honest like, I was never a Fat Joe fan but I did like Don't matter. All right, go look at them hits. If you want to look up hits, go look at Joe, go look at Fat Joe. No, you're right. You are right about hits. I'm not gonna lie to you about that. <laughs> go look at Joe. Fat Joe do got some hits, even if I ain't like them. Uh, they were still hits. Who could you put up against Fat Joe? You have to. It's bad, and it's gonna be crazy. Like, I mean, cause Fat Fat Joe been active since the '90s too. You have to put Fat Joe up against like a legend, like a real, real, real legend, like. Not saying that none of these dudes ain't legends, but you have to put him up against like it's hard, man. Cause it's not fair. It's man. hard. It's hard, man. Like it's, it's like I, I think Fat Joe don't really get his respect though. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people don't really look at Fat Joe as like someone you just kind of bring up in a conversation with rappers, but um, but you got to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like I'm a lot. To see, like all right, so I want to do another producer joint and see who's gonna go at Cali. Ain't nobody gonna be Cali. Hmm. Who gonna be the Lil Wayne? You gotta pull Jay Z out to be Lil Wayne. So I mean, we just talking about period, cause I can think of somebody right now that might that might be up there for Khaled. No, I'm talking about Timberland. No, Timberland. Timberland can't. Timberland can't do what Cal what Khaled does, dude. I don't know. I mean, I put Future on the song with Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I I get what you're saying, but like if we you know in the verse about it, we he just put Meek Mill and Lil Baby on a song together. Yeah. He put Rihanna and and uh Bryson Tiller on a song together. Yeah. But you it, gotta, it, it, but it, you know the don't 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 sleep on Timberland. No, no, no. Timberland, no, 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 no. Timberland got hits, bro. It's Tim, Tim, I'm Tim, telling Tim you, man, Timberland got some hits. Tim like, got hits, bro. It's songs you didn't even know he produced. Like you'd be like, man, Timberland did that. And you know yeah, what's crazy? But that's the thing. Did you know Khaled was making beats? Oh yeah, yeah. He produced uh uh all them, the, the two albums he came out with, he produced all those songs. Um no, he was producing before that. Yeah, he's been doing that for a while. Yeah. For a while. Um, do you do you remember Young Berg? I do from so what I what I craving, I just found this out. So Young Bird, yeah, he's a, he makes beats now, and this yep. dude has tons of hits, and he a changed his name to Hitmaker, and it's like when you hear that when you hear a, a song and they be like Hitmaker at the beginning, that's, that's him, and he said he changed Legit. his name because people wasn't really respecting him as Young Bird, and I'm like, wow, Brandon, crazy. I mean, he had a lot of he had a lot of he had a lot of uh, backlash on him, getting slapped up for talking crazy to people and. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just it was a stank a stank on his name, and it was like, yo, it's time to rebrand, and I could do something over here, and that's what worked for him. But not only that, he's uh, I think he's like 
AR for like Atlantic or something like that, or he, he doing something crazy. Yeah, something, man. That dude is definitely getting more money now than he was rapping, for sure. But that's the thing. Sure. That's why I'm telling people, like, yo, it's, 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 it's levels to this. Like, you don't, I, and that's the reason why I love being behind a camera. Or, you know what I'm saying, or not being on the other side of the microphone. You don't have to necessarily, you don't have to necessarily hear me, see me, or none of that. But I'm still getting paid off. You know what I'm saying, off the back end. Like, I'm going to figure out a way to get some money in this business. Like, exactly. period. Exactly, man. And that's what a lot of these record labels and, and you know, they, what they do is, and, you know, they see you potentially is a, you're a business investment. They invested in you, hoping to quadruple the money they put into you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what it is. I mean, it's just, it's about the money. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, one of the last things I want to talk to you about today before we end uh, kind of our conversation is uh, I, I couldn't help but to notice, you know, in the beginning, you know, you are designing hats. Yeah. I mean, the hat you wearing right now is super dope, by the way. <laughs> and for the Appreciate it. for the audience that's listening right now, Hefe has on a customized Pittsburgh Pirates hat. Uh, what is his, his name? What is that? Is that like old English or cursive? Like cursive uh, in the front? On cursive, it's a Hefe, and on the old English side, it's a Poindex. Point Poindex. So the Poindex is your part of your last name. Super yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. Man. So like, uh, kind of talk about what you got going on with hats. Cause you, you currently, you customizing hats, you, you know, uh, you kind of showed me a lot of uh, your hat collection earlier. Uh, so what, what kind of things are you working on as far as what your hat is just something that you do as, as like a, a uh, I guess like a, uh, a hustle, or are you just doing it cause you love embroidery or is this something that you like, look, I'm about to take this to the top. Like, where, where, is it, where are you going with the hats? You know, everything works hand to hand. And, um, you know, I just was trying to tap into something else. One business to make the other business work. Okay, so, of course, we're rapping and engineering and, and music, period. Your image is everything. Right. For the most part, people say, I'm not listening to him. Look how he look. Like, it's, it's, it's a crazy, like mindset and but it was more so like okay i get fly my dude over here get fly my dude over there get fly like yo let's figure this out you know what i'm saying and uh, i wear pro models you wear pro models you wear pro models and it was just like a conversation that we all were having and it was just like yo we doing it so um shouts out to 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 the boss lady you know what i'm saying my wife um she purchased me a an embroidery machine for my birthday Shout out to wifey for the machine you bought your husband. He's yeah. doing big things right now, man. Shout out to Miss Point Dexter. Mrs. Point yeah. Dexter. So she um she invested in me, and that was the thing. She said, you know, as long as you got me, I got us. You know what I'm saying? And it was yeah. like, okay, like I, I like this marriage thing. <laughs> like, That's love. It, That's it, love. It works. So uh any idea that that that's brought up. For the most part, she's on it more than I am. And she's pushing me to, hey, you said you got to go mix a song. Hey, you said you got to make this hat. Hey, yo, you said you got to. So it's like, no, nah, get out the bed. You can't go to sleep. You still got to go to work. Like, I see yeah, you in a couple yeah. hours. Like, so she pushes. And um, from there, it went. I was going to purchase a, an embroidery machine for my birthday. And I called her like, yo, should I make this purchase, whatever? And she was like, well, let me talk to the lady. And she started giving out some numbers. And the lady was like, your proof, like take it home, like sorry, taken care of. And I'm like, what, what? And I get on the phone and she already hung up. Like I gotta go. Like you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was a big, it was a big investment on her end. But um, my one homie trends, he has the reach, so he gets fly on a whole nother level. You see him and think he's like a Harlem dude. You know what I'm saying? New York, but um. He can be on his Cali swag. He, you know what I'm saying? But he from Midwest. Like, he, he he's just a, he gets fly. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, me and him had a conversation. I said, yo, I want you to be the, the ambassador. I want you to be able to be the model. I want you to be able to to, to reach out. And, you know what I'm saying? Because you're getting a lot of um, traction. You know what right. I'm saying? And a lot of people are, are touching touching base with you. Like, I need you. And he was like, bet. Let's do this. Boom. And I reached out to my other homie and he's more business mind, but he get fly also. 
So it's like sneaky fly though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. He don't, he cop and don't say nothing. And then he just pop mm. out and be like, uh, like, oh, calm, calm down. You gotta relax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then he be hollering. You know what I'm saying? He he come out like, and it was just more so like I picked up on his conversation. No matter if he's in a, a heated conversation or if he's calm, cool, and collected, the the volume never changes. The words are never lost. You know what I'm saying? He's always right. thinking, like thinking. So it was like, I need you to be able to talk to these people because I can get fed up real quick because I'm dealing with so much. I got my hands tied in so many places. I'm over here. I'm over here. I'm mixing this conversation with this conversation. I need you to handle this. And it was like, all right, bet I got you. So we just formed this three-headed monster, four-headed monster, because she she the boss lady. You know what I'm saying? Right, but yeah. this three-headed monster, and it was like more so saying everybody got their job. And that was the whole thing in the beginning of the conversation. I was telling you, it was like more so knowing your role and putting a team around you. You know what I'm saying? So my job was to figure this machine out and go to class and bring back the knowledge to the team. So I don't have to be embroidering all the day. I can say, hey, get on this. I need you to do this hat. And I can take over his job because I know his job. Or I can do this over here because... I know his job and he know this. So it's like, yeah. we just in and out, you know what I'm saying? Like three man weave, like whatever needs to be done can be done by anybody. So shouts out to dad, shout out, uh, shouts out to trends, um, you know, and we're just moving forward like that. But Capital Brims is, is the, uh, Capital Brims is the company, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Capital Brims on IG. There's a lot of people out here, you know, shouts out to them that's doing the same thing, but they're they're making like one of five, one of 10. Yeah. Now you could call me and tell me, hey, I want Jay still around my hat and you gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? Like gotcha. you can't call them dudes that's customizing hats because they already, they're, you know what I'm saying? They're putting into production what they want on the hat, what they feel is tight, what they feel is sweet, whatever they feeling, you know what I'm saying? And they put it out to the masses for sale. I'm doing one of ones. I'm doing one of fives too. I'm doing one of tens too, but I'm doing my, my soul thing behind it is one-on-ones. I want you to be able to look the part and nobody's ever going to have that. So it's cool to have a pirate's hat, but you ain't never had a pirate's hat with just your, like, ain't nobody going to have this pirate's hat. Yeah, yeah. Just wait till I step, just, just, just wait until I step into Pittsburgh with this. Like, or I haven't even showed, what you going to do when you see a Browns hat with three, three, three helmets on it, on the front panel? But like, yo, where you get that from? Exactly. <laughs> where you get you know that from? Saying? Exactly. So I'm stepping to Browns games. I'm uh, when I'm in Boston. I'm wearing Boston hats. Like, got different ideas from each city and different hat. Like, so it's just it was another company that came out of thin air, and it was like, oh, this can really, really move, but it also can move other companies because yeah. now everybody is attached to me. They're getting hats. So it's like, yo, where you get that hat from? Oh, it goes back here. Or where are you playing this music? Whose music is this on this hat? Oh, it came from over here. Right. Just all hand in hand. That's what's up, man. And I and the crazy thing is, like, I, I've always seen a lot of a lot of tennis shoe companies that that are doing custom custom tennis shoes, and and I, shout out to those companies, man. I you know, uh, but I haven't really seen a lot of a lot of hat companies that do what you do. So you know, there's some reason why though lids can't do what I do. Okay, shots fired. <laughs> no, it's no, it's it's not. It's, well. <laughs> Yo, they can't do what I do. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they <laughs> nah, they can't do what I do because of licensing purposes. So they can't sell you a hat, and they, they, they can't, they can't embellish on the hat before they sell it to you. Got you. Okay. So, but after you buy the hat from them, they got, they got licensing with New Era that they can't touch certain panels that logos are on. Well, I don't have a licensing with anybody. It's my property at that point. I pay for it, so I can. You know what I'm saying? I can embellish. Yeah. But I just, you know, now this is where it gets tricky and people, I can't just go ahead. Like I said, you ain't never seen a, a Browns helmet with three helmets on it, right? That's the Browns logo. So I can't use copyrighted logos. Yeah. But you ain't never seen a Browns helmet. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never seen a Browns uh, hat with it saying 216 on one side and they can't physically produce that hat because of licensing. I can do what I want because I don't have licensing and it's my hat. I get exactly really, what you're saying. Yeah. It's, I, it's I, like, I'm, 
I'm kind of thinking about that store, that CLE store that's downtown Cleveland, where um, they make a lot of Cleveland stuff, but they can't put like the teams on on their stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, it's more. It goes back to this, like to all of the artists and everybody that's out there that's listening. It goes to like this. I can take the hottest beat off YouTube right now and rap over. I just can't make money for it. Do what I want. I just can't make money on those hats. Now, I can get you a custom hat if you want your name on it. If you want some, but if you want some fly stuff, like I gotta be, you gotta be. This is a secret society over here, man. I gotta kind of like gift you. I gotta kind of gift you, and that just come from you know just being down and just supporting and just saying, hey, I'm gonna get my custom hats from Capital Brims, and then it's like, yo, Jay, still I got something crazy for you. I can gift you whatever I want, as long as I'm not selling it to you. Gotcha. But you know that's game. If if you were listening, I hope you picked up on it. If you ain't, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe another time. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Well, I definitely appreciate you, uh, you know, coming on the show, man. I definitely want to bring you back, uh, you know, to spread some more of your entrepreneurship knowledge uh, to the audience. Thank you for being here, man, and taking the time out your busy day. Um, I'll clean it up for you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Thanks for having me, dog. All right, man. Uh, I'm about, appreciate I'm about you, to... man. Hey, and, and just know, man, this dude Jay still, he's a uh, he's a great guy to know, man. And uh, you know, I, I hope and, and wish everything that you, that you desire and everything that you that you look forward to that you get because you know you never stop moving your feet. You always been a solid 100 dude. You know what I'm saying with me, and I'm quite sure with everybody else that you came in contact with, and um, you deserve it, man. You've been doing this rap stuff for a long time, and you've got you've got looks, and and you not to sound. You know what I'm saying cliche or anything but rap's not for everybody you know what i'm saying you did what you had to do in that game and you can still do it and you do it better than a lot of people you know what i'm saying but maybe that wasn't for you it was your passion but maybe this was for you you know what i'm saying so sooner than later it's not gonna be just you know messing with the people that you know and getting who it's gonna be people hitting you up knocking on your door like yo i need an interview with jay still because i see it bro like for real see it man god is good man god is good Thank you for tuning in to Vibes and Sessions, where the conversations can get deep, but inspiring. The content of this podcast is based off opinion and good conversation. Follow us on our Instagram page at Vibes with a Z and the letter N in Session. That's Vibes and Session. I'm your host, Jay Steele. Sending you good vibes and prayers. Have a successful week. Peace.